Hey, what's up, guys? This is Dave Villa. Welcome to the second, the second edition of Game Changers, episode two. Episode two. I am so excited, and uh, what great feedback we had last week. We had Paul Webb on with Paul Webb Training. I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, what an what a, what an overwhelming uh, uh, inundation. Our crew, our marketing team here, our producers have uh, received uh, not only from people listening and commenting, but we've have I think we have guests now booked out well into uh, November. And uh, listen, here's our goal with Game Changers. Paul Webb is a trainer. Um, I train, but we're not going to have a, a bunch of trainers on only. This isn't one of those shows. We're going to have everyday salespeople. We're going to have people that are phenomenal, Game Changers in the arena of sales. You just may not know who they are. But that's all right, because you're going to get a chance to know them and get to know them. And today's no different. I know this person very well. We're going to bring him on in a minute. But maybe you haven't heard of him, but you are going to hear from him and about him today. So really quick, I want to just start out. We're going to talk today about features, advantages, and benefits. I know that you know it's, it's, it's been around training, probably initially introduced into the training world by Dale Carnegie or maybe Zig Ziglar, but it's the fab concept. And we're not going to talk just about fab. We're not going to go through those points and so forth. We're going to talk about, though, how not to. I did a training a few months ago. It's on SerialSalesPro.com. There's a shameless plug, SerialSalesPro.com. You may be watching this game cast or this uh, sales cast, Game Changer sales cast on SerialSalesPro.com. But if you're not and you're watching this on Facebook or if you're watching this on davidvilla.me. Make sure you check out SerialSalesPro.com. That's IPD, my company's training platform, and uh, we have people from all industries, all all over the all over the place on this training platform, and you need to check it out. I did a training a few months ago called "Don't Feature Dump." Don't feature dump because here we as salespeople have a tendency to point out the features of our product because we're proud of them. And look, I'm going to tell you that in my opinion, you can be the greatest talker in the world. You can be the slickest person in the world. And if in, in, in you have to believe in your features, you if you don't have a product, then you don't have anything other than your mouth and your mouth will not get you very far. But I will tell you this, if you believe in your product, then you should be proud of your features. But salespeople tend to feature dump. And what customers care about, what people that are going to buy from you care about is themselves. I'm going to say that again. You care about you, they care about them. So you need to find a way to care about your customer. And you need to care about what they care about. So it's not the features. The features are what's going to make them successful. Okay, if they're going to use your widget and your widget has a feature, that feature is, should be designed and is most probably designed to help them succeed. However, they don't want to hear about your features. They want to hear about the benefit. So you need to take the feature and you need to connect it to the benefit. Your feature that you built that separates you, that's cool as heck, it's cool, it's cool as the other side of the pillow, needs to be connected to the benefit that is going to turn them on. And what connects that is the advantage. So the feature, the advantage, and the benefit. We're going to talk a little bit about that today, and we're going to help you in your sales career. So if you find yourself feature dumping, that I'm going to teach you, we're going to help you, along with our guest today, on the importance of over-benefiting the product to the place where the sales person or the customer that you're talking to is going to say, hey, I'll take it. And you may not even be the most talented speaker. You may not even be the most gifted salesperson when it comes to closing deals. You may not be the person that's training everyone else. However, you can close your fair share, your lion's share of business just by over benefiting your product. So we're going to talk about that today. 
And uh, I'm anxious to hear your comments right now. Get on social media. And if you're on Facebook watching us, comment. Our producers are going to get your comments, pull them up, and then we may mention them on the show. If you have questions and comments, start the dialogue with the other folks that are listening. If you're watching this, uh, if you're watching this on game on uh, davidvilla.me or Serial Sales Pro, um, you can use Twitter hashtag Game Changer and have this dialogue going back and forth. And we're going to try to dialogue live with you with our live Twitter chat and our live Facebook comments. If you're interested in being on a future Game Changer sales cast, then you reach out today to eight one three six three zero five eight 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 one three six three zero five eight 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 and you hit extension 501, and Kim will get you on the books. If you want to call in live, the number's on the screen, 813-574-1820. So, again, today, we've got an all-star. My favorite, listen, I'm 44 years old, just turned 44, the number one salesperson to me, the guy who taught me everything I know about sales, period, hands down, and everything I've learned since then is built upon this foundation that he taught me in sales is none other than my father, the greatest salesman, in the world, period, hands down, Mike Villa, he just recently uh, sold a company in April called Dealer Wizard for quite a nice pop, and he is not retired. He is uh, involved in a couple of other things right now, hot to trot, man. He is on the phone and has been in professional business for many decades. Mike Villa, thanks for joining us. Here it is. Get ready for feature advantage and benefits. We're going to talk to the pro. Here we go. All right, so I have Mike Villa on the phone, my dad, and uh, my first sales trainer, and uh, in my opinion, still the number one uh, sales guy that I know. Um, he is uh, just sold a company a few a few months ago, but uh, you would think he'd retire, but uh, getting ready to uh, launch a couple of other ventures, and uh, um, I know we have him on audio right now, and we have him for a limited uh, amount of time. Dad, Mike Villa, how you doing? Doing great. How are you, David? Oh, man, I'm doing wonderful. I think, thanks for coming on, and... Um, you know, when when I started the the podcast, the sales cast, Game Changers, I knew from right off the right off the cuff that I wanted to get you on, just to talk to you for a couple of minutes because again, you're the strongest sales guy that I know. You taught me everything that I know, and uh, I built upon everything, but always have maintained that foundation. And uh, one of the things I want to bring up because we're talking about you know we're talking about sales strategies today. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, you're a big proponent of. Um, of what you call feature advantage and benefits. And I did a training not too long ago called don't feature dump, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, and basically sales pros, people who are aggressive and successful at sales, they don't over feature, but they really talk about the benefit and they make it to the customer's level. Talk a little bit about that and why in your career, successful career, um, you, you think that that's true. Well, I, you know, I'm a, as you know, a huge believer and, and proponent of, of FAB, which is features, advantage, and benefits. And there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, um, it, 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 it puts you on a, a kind of an even playing field with your prospective customer. Uh, it, it stops you from, from overselling. It slows the sale process down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, most salespeople have a tendency to really, if anything, uh, they'll either over benefit something or they'll over feature it. And when you use all three features, advantages, and benefits in order and as they, as they should be used, then you're having a dialogue with that customer and you're starting to paint a little bit of a picture for him. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that sales really at the end of the day is making that light bulb go off over your customer's head, making him go, Oh, I get it. 
Now I understand. And that's what features, advantages, and benefits do. You know, it's funny. I was watching a commercial. Maybe when I did the training a few months ago on uh, Don't Feature Dump, it actually was something that I, I saw a commercial when the Samsung watch had been released a few months ago. You know, the Apple watch was released a couple years ago. Samsung released their watch, and they, they did this commercial that had no words in it. It was just people doing things. And I thought about how they were, and I want to ask your opinion on this, they were showing their features. Because obviously somebody that buys something buys them if they're doing their own research, you know, because there's cool features. But what the benefit of those features are is I think what really matters. So what they were doing is they were showing the benefit of somebody with the watch and in in return automatically showing the feature. For instance, somebody was had the watch and they were a runner. So they showed them they showed them exercising. They showed them kind of sweating and they were fit. And then they looked down at their watch after you watched them run and, and, and receive the benefit and they showed them exercising the feature. Does that make sense? So they were connected and it really just showed me how even without words you could show the features of something by displaying the benefit. Yeah, I guess that would be features, advantages, and benefits in reverse. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what's in it, the, the, what the customer ultimately wants to know is what's in it for him. Um, that's why he's going to buy from you. How's it going to benefit him? And if all you talk about are benefits, then you sound like a salesperson. Mm-hmm. You sound like somebody that is telling him what he wants to hear. But if you tie in a feature... Uh, and then what's the, what's the benefit of that feature? Or I'm sorry, what's the advantage of that feature? Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, how does it benefit him? Again, that paints the little tiny picture, and that makes the light bulb go off. Because if I get on the phone or I get in front of somebody and I just talk to them about the end result, the benefit, what this is going to do for you, then I sound like every other salesperson out there mm-hmm. just trying to tell him that if you hire me, then this is going to be the benefit of hiring me. But if I talk about the feature of a product and and what is the advantage of that feature, and then because of this advantage, this is how it's going to benefit you, then I've connected all the dots, mm-hmm. and I've made that light bulb go off. I've, I've painted that brief little picture over his head that says, I get it. Yeah, I get this. Now I understand why it's going to benefit me. Because you can't just tell him it's going to benefit him. you got to show him why and how it's going to benefit them. And that's what the feature and the advantage does. Okay. That's good. And we'll just one more question here, a couple more minutes, but okay. So let's, you know, you, I know what you just sold and I know what you're looking at and things you're getting involved in and they're very feature driven. They're very unique. There's a lot of benefits and it's a product and product that you've just recently exited out of that no one else has. And, and kind of our program here with marketing is, is kind of that way. So we have an unfair advantage in some, in some ways, but to the salesperson that's listening right now, whether they're selling real estate, whether they're selling cars or they're selling, you know, a widget, Let's say they're in using cars for an example. I mean, there's they're in a, a, a make that uh, you know is very similar when it comes to amenities. So there's not a lot of differences in features. What do you say to that salesperson? How can they use you know this this concept when they're in a competitive, very competitive field where features are not necessarily unique to their product? Does that make sense? I mean, what what separates, I guess, the good from the great when it comes to that? Well, I think every product has its own unique features. And if you take automobiles, for example, I mean, in this day and age, they're all loaded with features. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them do the same thing. But at the end of the day, um, you know, in in the old days, they called it a walk around. I don't know what they call it today. Mm -hmm. But if 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 
car salesman, for example, you know, all, all he does is, is benefits that customer to death with payment and price and warranty. And he's not really talking about the features of that vehicle and the benefit to having that feature or the advantage to having that feature and how it benefits them. Mm-hmm. Then he's just a mouthpiece. Again, I, I can't stress it enough. And, and I said this earlier on in this interview. What it does mostly is it slows the sales process down. Mm. You're talking about something other than because when you get to the benefit part of features, advantage, and benefits, that's kind of when you get to the close, and and that's when you're going to start to ask for the order. Right. And when you when you when you when you when you make sure you talk about the feature of your product and the advantage of that feature over products that don't have that feature, and this is how it's ultimately going to benefit you. Yeah. It causes you to start to have a dialogue with that customer. Now you're having a conversation, and 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 again, I think the probably the, the biggest uh, asset of using feature advantage and benefits in your sales process is, if nothing else, it slows you down. It, it causes you to stop sounding like a salesperson and sounding like somebody that a knows their product very well, b knows all the advantages to their product, and then ultimately how it's going to benefit you as a consumer or as a customer, and that makes the close easy. Yes, it's real important, too. You just hit something on the head. I think in the number one, I think the number one reason somebody ultimately fails in sales is because they run out of time, whether that time is dictated by their employer because maybe they don't have, you know, a big enough, you know, uh, uh, runway, you know, they don't want to invest any more money or time or resources. Or if that runway is that, that, that person, you know, needs to make more money, you know, faster than they're making it. But I think the number one reason, so when you talk about selling, slowing the sales process down, I never really thought of it that way, but you know, without understanding how to properly in order, you know, feature advantage and benefit a product, a service, a customer yourself, then you're slowing the sales process down, which is the number one reason somebody fails in sales. Well, absolutely. The longer you keep a customer on the phone or in front of you, the better chance you've got of selling them. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, the longer that you're you're interacting with that customer, the 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 better opportunity you have of building some sort of rapport. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. And one of my favorite sayings is "telling is not selling," and when you again, when you when you're telling somebody, you know, in your in your business, for example, how many cars the last dealership sold, how well they did with the mailer, you know, uh, with their retention rate, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you're not the first person that's told them that. Mm-hmm. And even though I, I know your product very well, and it is, you know, it's it's it, you can't even really refer to it as direct mail, but it's it's such a, a, a technology driven product. But at the end of the day. If your guys aren't careful, they just sound like another direct mail salesman on the phone. But when you start talking about the features of your product, the advantages to having those features, and then ultimately how it's going to benefit him, mm-hmm. you're telling a story. Yeah. It's a short story, but you're telling a story. And that, and again, I, I, if you just can imagine when you as a consumer go to buy anything, whether it's a car or a television or furniture or whatever it is you're going to buy that's a big purchase, um, you're not going to buy that product until the light bulb goes off over your head, until you go... Ah, you know what? Now, yeah, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. Yeah. I'm ready to pull the trigger. And again, features, advantages, and benefits. I mean, and you'll see that a lot. You're talking about about Samsung. You go into a a a, 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 a electronics store, and you get a hold of a salesperson. And I'll use Best Buy as an example. And you know, they you go in there and you kind of get the geeky guys that mm-hmm. that are you know technology driven, and they you know they go to bed at night dreaming about. <laughs> TVs, but you want to know something? Those guys are very successful at what they do because you yeah. know what they do 
is they stand there and they talk a lot about the features of that television and, and what's the benefit of having that feature. Yeah. And ultimately, they're not great salespeople. They really don't know how to close. Mm-hmm. Most of them are not commission-driven. But they do such a good job of explaining the product, the features of the product, and the advantages of those features. It sells itself. And how it benefits me. Guess what? It sells itself. Yeah. And then I'm the guy that winds up saying, I'll take it. That's good. That's a great, that's okay. a great point. That's, yeah. you know, that's a great point. Because so, so I, it, it, so, well, I, I want to thank you for coming on because uh, again, I know you're, you're, you're busy and uh, we got you on the run. And, um, but that I think is enlightening. And I think our listeners have, have learned something today. Well, listen, I appreciate you calling. I, uh, I think that you're, uh, you're doing a great job out there, man. I'm, I'm your father. So I'm going to obviously say this, but I could be more proud of you. I appreciate it, dad. The greatest salesman that I know, <laughs> Mike Villa. Dad, I appreciate it. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. That was Mike Villa. That's my father. Again, the number one salesperson. And, uh, you know, to me, it gives me chills. It gives me goosebumps listening to him every time because here, here's the deal, man. You know what's crazy? I want to talk about this for a second. You know, you're getting the chance by having my dad on. And this is really my the essence, guys, you know, of the show. I mean, is 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 – I want an organic feel. I want you to feel like you stepped into. I know this doesn't look like a living room. We're in a studio, but I want you to feel like you stepped into um, the, the 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 sales lounge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the intro music that Ezra put out there. Man, I, when he played the intro music, a little Barry White. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you about to get you about to get some David Villa up in this. But you know, <laughs> but I mean, I want you to feel like you stepped into a sales lounge. I want you to feel that way. Because the truth of the matter is, you know, I want, I want real sales discussion. And um, what you just got from my dad was, was it's funny, and, and I'm talking, you know, to you listeners, but I'm also talking to the guys in this room too because, you know, you, you work around me all the time. You know, you, I didn't start my sales training. I learned this, you know, uh, a while back. I thought about this, and I was just reminded. I didn't start my sales training, guys, officially when I took my first professional career in sales. My, my father was instrumental in that as well. But I started my sales training when I, when I woke up, in, when I moved out of my, my, my mother's house, you know, as, a, as an 18-year-old kid and, and slept on my dad's couch for about six months, seven months, and woke up, you know, to him every morning sitting on the other couch for about an hour on the phone making calls into business. That's where I begin to get this training. I, I, this is the, the training that you're getting to hear right now is you're sitting on that couch next to me. You know, you're listening, you know, the, the kind of training that I, that I received and where he started training me as a salesperson was when I'm in the car, you know, I'm driving with him from place to place and he gets on the phone, you know, and, and I got that education that makes sense. I got that education while I'm driving. You got to, you got to be the fly that was trapped inside that car on the window and got to listen to that training. That's the kind of training that you just heard. You know, it's, it's not about feature dumping. It's, it's about over benefiting the customer, but they're connected and are, are you, and here's a question, are you someone who's feature dumping? Are you someone who's, who can't get over the advantage aspect of it? Are you someone who is stuck on the benefits, but you don't believe in your features? You know, you're just, you're just talking about how you can help your customer, but you really don't understand what your product does. I think they're all so intertwined. And one of the things, again, I want to kind of revisit is, is something that towards the end of the interview came out. Think about this. The number one reason a salesperson fails is because that salesperson runs out of time. 
What does that mean? Let's say a salesperson, it's, it's, not, it's not uncommon for someone in sales to come to an organization with their back against the wall. Because until a salesperson finds the place where they're connected, their back may be, be against the wall. So a salesperson may come and they're financially not they're not they're not financially uh, they don't have a lot of time financially so their backs against the wall so a salesperson fails because they run out of time let's say it's not about that salesperson running out of money but let's say the employer runs out of patience runs out of 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 investment runs out of resources they don't want to invest anymore and they don't see progress so the number one reason a salesperson fails is why ultimately because they run out of time right and this is a predetermined understanding. So I want to tell you what, what, what Mike said, what my dad said, was ring so true. He said that it, it, does, it, it lengthens the sales process if you don't connect them together. But if you connect the features with the advantages, with the benefits, and connect it to your customer and connect it to you, if those are all connected, then it shortens the sales process, which lends to success. We just had um, our newest salesperson three days on the phone landed his first deal. See, that's what I'm talking about, shortening the sales process. Because, you, don't, you listen, you can't convince him this doesn't work. You can't convince that salesperson that what they're selling doesn't work because they just made a sale three days into it. That's pretty strong. I think we have a comment uh, from one of our listeners. Lewis, our producer, is going to read the comment that came in just now. Read that, Lou. Yeah, we have a comment that says, you have to believe in your product. If you can't sell yourself on your product, how can you expect your customer to buy into it? Mm. You have to believe in your product, and if you don't believe in your product, how can you expect your customer to? Wait, hands down, and it goes right along with what we're talking about, the feature advantage and benefits. You can't, you can't display. That's a great comment, whoever that was. That was a great comment because benefit is, is what's going to ultimately get your customer to believe in it, but you cannot, with conviction, present the benefit of your product unless you understand why it's a benefit. Wow, that's pretty profound right there. You can't present the benefit of your product until you understand why that feature is a benefit in the first place. Advantage. Feature advantage benefit. You can't present that benefit. You can't you can't say, Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith, do you understand? See, this is what it's going to do for you because that's the benefit. That's what they care about. Okay? Without you believe, understanding the feature. Okay, knowing the feature and then connecting the dots. So you have to believe in it. I'd say the flip side of that comment is if you do believe in it, then you've succeeded. Harvard Business Review states that the number one reason somebody buys a product from anyone, anyone, any product, the number one reason is not because they like you. Everyone says, oh, because they like you. That's number three. It's important. It's number three. Number one is that you know the customer's product. Now, I often say this. I say this a lot. I oversay this in training. This whole this whole uh, picture there of knowing your product and, and knowing their uh, knowing their product. But if you know their product, it doesn't mean you sit down and do what they do. It means that you understand their why. It means you understand their objective. Understand why they need to accomplish what they need to accomplish. You know their product because they want to know number one that you understand and relate to and and uh, and sympathize with them and their objectives. That makes sense. The number two reason somebody buys a product is that the salesperson knows their own product and that's what we're talking about here we're talking about it because I think that you have to understand your product not just a head knowledge but a heart knowledge the heart knowledge right will allow you to connect the benefit to the feature through the advantage so the number one reason is you know their product the number two reason or their objective I should say you know their why 
Because if you're selling a widget to a consumer, like a car or like a home, you know, their why is is why they need it. If you're selling to business to business, then it's your product's designed to help them hit their objectives. But if you're selling to a consumer, it may not be designed to help them uh, make more money or, or, or save more money. It may be designed to help them wash their clothes better, you know, uh, uh, be more efficient with maybe appliance, help them you know, and help their family have more room or grow, or maybe they need to downsize because their kids have moved out, or maybe they need to, they want to upgrade to that car and they want to get more gas, better gas mileage, whatever it is. So the bottom line is it's not head knowledge, it's heart knowledge. And if you understand the features, which are your product, right? But you understand primarily number one, the benefit, which is the re their why, and you understand your, your product, then you connect the dots through the advantage. And then number three, it helps if they like you. You don't suck, right? It helps. But I think that you won't suck if you come to them and show them that you really, really desire to help them. What do you think about that? Huh? I think show two of Game Changers is about to be a wrap. What do you guys think of this show, man? A, I want your feedback. You're on Facebook Live watching this right now. Thank you for taking time between 12 and 30, 12 and 12.30 Eastern to watch me ramble on. Listen, I've got guests booked all the way through November, uh, we have uh, we are taking um, guests right now. We want to get this thing booked solid. So if you'd like to be on Game Changer Salescast, reach out. The number is 813-630-5888, extension 501, Kim LaSorsa. She'll get you booked. She'll get you on schedule. You don't have to be a trainer. What do I've got to be, David? I've been in sales for one year. Great. Well, maybe if you're a Game Changer, that's what you got to be. If you're a Game Changer, we want to hear from you. If you started out... Not knowing sales from from you know from a hole in the ground, but today you're successful. I want to know what you did over this year. You don't have to be an expert. You just got to be a game changer. If you're a trainer, if you're a seasoned pro, if you, if you've re, reincarnated your sales career or you re revived your sales career, I want to hear from you. So call in and get get on the show. We want your feedback. You're on Facebook Live. You're watching on SerialSalesPro.com or DavidVilla.me. I want to hear your feedback. Tell us we suck. Tell us we don't suck. Give us some, give us some uh, food for thought and give us some uh, uh, criticism, constructive criticism. Um, if you're on Twitter, hashtag Game Changer. Let's dialogue, and we'll keep the dialogue going. And uh, we always want to read your comments if they're good. And uh, thank you guys for checking it out. This is Dave Villa. This is Game Changer Salescast. Until next Monday at noon Eastern, have a great week.